1: What's up, everyone? This is the Go Long Podcast at golongtd.com, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Hamburg Brewing Company, we were going to do it in person. We had to go remote. So here we are, Jim. Uh, But yeah, it's a good time to get on in there to HBC. A little bit longer now, back in stock, I've been told, from Johnny Russo Jr. That's what you got to get you know, the playoffs are right around the corner too. So a little bit longer now, is not a bad way to go. Um, It is stout season too. I mean, it gets colder. It's a good time to get those stouts. I still, I'll I'll still die on that hill. You know,
2: I got lucky in my fridge day. I pulled out a very, very sneaky little 7.2 to start the day. It's a good, perfect, you know, it puts me in a good mood for lunch, lunchtime, do the pod, it's just, we got to get back there. We got to get back to the, we got to get back to HBC. That's where we, do. It's where we do our best. It's where we do our best work.
1: COVID complications, throwing a wrench into those plants today, but we will get back there the second we can. I'm working a little, a uh, little mound about. If you're watching, it's pretty good. Strong. Um, can't go wrong with the ground. It's the 10.0s. But <laughs> yeah, Jim, I mean, there's two weeks left in the regular Here season, which is. Pretty crazy. I can't believe that. I feel like we were just doing those season preview episodes with, with Dan Weederer and Chris Sims and we're Matt Collar. And I was going to say, Matt. And that. you look up and shit, there's two games left and the real deal's right around the corner. So um, I guess one thing that's kind of changed in a hurry, uh, the Buffalo Bills, they're typically a topic of conversation on this podcast. So start there. Uh, I think we both were a little uh, confused at the least pissed off at the worst with uh, your tone out of that Monday night game a few weeks ago. And I think we see why now, right? I mean, you, as you said all along, th- this is the more talented team. They had uh, no business getting run over like that. It was kind of an, it was an embarrassing loss when you can't stop the run, but when the weather's not a factor on the road of Foxborough, even without two of their top receivers. the I mean, the, the Bills are right back to where they were a month ago, pretty much. It's,
2: no, it, it's funny. I mean, we're, we're sitting here at the end of the year and we're talking Bills Chiefs, right, in the AFC. I mean, this is what we've talked about all, before the season, how did the Bills beat Mahomes, right? How do they get pressure on Mahomes? Because we know that's the key to beating him. Just like the key to beating Buffalo will be putting pressure on Josh Allen. Um. But it's funny how it just takes this long of a season where we wrote off, not we, I'm just talking in general, where Casey's defense looked ridiculously bad. It's coming back. They got healthier, playing better. Um, I still think there's some holes in that defense. I'm not going to sit there and say it's the greatest defense, but obviously they have made some adjustments to be much more competitive on that side of the ball. But we're sitting here talking Bill's chiefs, just like we did a year ago, pretty much. I mean, is I think they're the two best teams in the AFC. I mean, we've kind of said that all year where these are the two teams I want to see play again. Just like I want to see, I said it, well, when we made our predictions, I did Dallas and Green Bay in the NFC. I I still want to see that one. I mean, I just want to see, I want to see Rodgers, Josh Allen, Mahomes, Dak, give me the quarterbacks, give me the teams and let's go. Like I, I, this playoffs is going to be fun, but I think the Bills now can, I'm not going to say that they're going to get back to what they were. Last year they just made the offense look too easy. I think maybe that's what we got spoiled with. It's never going to be that easy, I guess, on offense for them anymore, because we're still not seeing the huge chunk plays that they got last year, but they made adjustments too on offense. Singletary has run harder every week that, and I know you've done you did a really good story on him, but I needed it. I wasn't a huge believer in him as the guy. But he really has shown me that his toughness, he has a little bit of a vision, that he's shown some vision to gain some extra yards that I like. And it's going to take some pressure off of Josh if he can play that way. But at the end of the day, the Bills and this whole the city of Buffalo can be, like we've talked about, so happy. It's hard to find a franchise quarterback and you have one. I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers, it's Mahomes, Josh Allen. Debate it all you want. Tom Brady is a damn good quarterback, but I'm taking those three over Brady. So
1: Josh Allen has been
2: phenomenal. I, I mean, what else can you? I mean, what else can he do? I mean, and, and you know what's funny is him? you
1: know he's not he's not even playing up that was it his ankle for the cameras. You know, some no, other other quarterbacks he might be going into halftime it. a little early with the cameras on yeah. them.
2: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not, by, not, accident. It's not us, by accident, but it's not just, it's not just that guy. It's, it's, it's Murray gets hurt. Lamar Jackson has, you know, whatever injury, like these Josh, Allen, Baker
1: Mayfield's beat the shit
2: Baker Mayfield always banged up. Josh Allen is like, I don't want to say he's too good to be true, but what do you not love about him? Like, yeah, he, he's not, he, he's all about the team. He's tough. As, he's, he's every single thing you want. In a franchise quarterback, I mean, it's it's really been remarkable to see him really come back after that year last year, and really he's doing it again. Just maybe a little different to the eye, but he's doing it again. He is. I
1: mean, it's not I, even last season when things were were coming easy. He, he still would have the the relapses here and there. They had that little midseason lull. There, there was still kind of that Houston Texans wild card craziness that would uh bubble to the surface here and there you know obviously he was second in the mvp voting he was mm-hmm. unbelievable last season but you haven't really seen boneheaded decisions no. um i think he had depends on how you count it i remember one person they they had a real and it kind of went made its way on social media 1920 dropped interceptions potential interceptions no, nowhere so, close to that this season,
2: you know. I that, don't think that's something I keep track of when I watch these guys every week. That's a major; it is a major thing to look at because it tells you if a guy's at least seeing things right. And that has almost—I mean, it was almost every week with Josh. Like, wow, he got lucky there. Wow, he got, got lucky. Not anymore. Right? He, I'm not seeing it. I mean, he is really making sound decisions, accurate throws. I don't know. I don't really have much. But like I said, it's it's Mahomes, Rogers, Josh Allen debate
1: it. You can see it during the course of the game too. And I wrote on it a little bit Monday, but there was a play. One of the runs he had to the right side, he, mm. he faked a pitch back like mid run or in the past, maybe okay. he does just let it fly. You know, um, <laughs> the arm strength is there. I mean, what a bullet to Stefan digs, but the, the, the trust to, you know, th- one of our other shows <clears throat> that go along Isaiah McKenzie to throw him the ball 12 times. And know that he's going to come down with 11 of those balls. Um, I don't know how many quarterbacks are showing that level of belief in well, somebody that hasn't done it. I mean, they have practiced together and been around each other since 2018, but they, they actually they really haven't practiced together. I mean, Isaiah has been on the scout team, you know, and you haven't seen it on game day. He's forced out there. They don't have a choice but to play him with Beasley and Davis out. Um, I mean, Isaiah McKenzie was incredible in his own right with the plays he made, but Allen's throwing a contested ball to a short receiver against the New England Patriots. There's a lot of quarterbacks that don't even think about making that kind of throw.
2: Well, to take this to a whole level with Josh, this is how, when we are in New Orleans and you have injuries at the skill position or offensive line or defense, a major player, like a Trey White for Buffalo. Yes, those injuries are concerning. And yes, you always want to be full strength. But when you have the right guy at quarterback, you just keep rolling along. And like to think that the Bills, Davis has been one of the hottest receivers gone in the NFL. I mean, they have found a nice chemistry. And the way they use him in the red zone, too, with his size. Beasley, always a guy that they rely on early downs, third down. Those guys are out. You don't even know it. Like, that's what happens. Trey White's been out. That's what happens when you have the right guy at quarterback, he's going to make up for it. He really is. And that's why they get the money they get.
1: Here's the question for you then, Jim, I mean, we've made this a major point of emphasis at go long for a few months now, but the return to physicality, the return to a Jonathan Taylor, a Derrick Henry, whenever mm-hmm. he's healthy, the new England Patriots, um, Leonard Fournette before he got hurt. Um you're, you're seeing teams embracing the run. You're seeing teams kind of throw it back. Is that style of play still going to be a difference in January? Or is it kind of back to – not back – or do, do you think it still comes down to just having a freakishly talented quarterback and a wide-open spread offense that's going to throw it all over the place?
2: That's I think it's, each team is a little different, but I think we always talk about this. i use the word threat you have to have a threat of a running game, I think, a little bit just to for that one game where if it is hard throwing weather conditions or if a team has your number a little bit and you need to kind of establish the run, you have to have a threat of it. And and I think the Bills do have that. I've always kind of thought they have. They just seem to abandon it sometimes.
1: Abandon it, yeah. The
2: teams like the Colts, Tennessee, like if you stop their running game, I think you're in for they're in for, you know, I think they're in for a long day. And the Bills run defense, as much as that Patriot game gets talked about, the Bills run defense is pretty good. It's really not. It's, I mean, it really is a good run defense. I mean. Oh, run defense. About I nodded because I thought you said pasty. I, really? You no. The run defense run is Run defense is not bad. Their run defense is not bad. It, it's a total myth. Let me look here. I have this. I was looking at it this morning. Damian
1: Harris had a, had a hundo and three tutties.
2: That's one game. We all have one game. Hold on. That's my point though. I feel like we, we, we were making, I mean, it was, and I know Henry Taylor, like, yes, the bills run defense and I guess it's not great. Well, I think that's the point though. Is like, I, I don't know if Sean, yeah, you know what, even it's cares exactly about stopping except, the run. You know what?
1: They're built to defend the yeah, pass, exactly. right? They're built for that kind of NFL. So are we going to see was- that kind of NFL or are we going to see the throwback NFL?
2: Yeah, that's a good point. Cause I'm looking, it was okay. They're like 17. That's not that great run defense. I was thinking it was a little better than that.
1: I think it feels worse to me because they, they, they beat up on bad teams for a while. And then once they started yeah. facing good teams, they were getting steamrolled, but it feels like Sean McDermott doesn't care. Like the way they built the team, they don't stopping the run as, eh. you know, they, <clears> they want to take away the de- the deep ball. They want to take away the pass. I don't personally I'm skeptical I don't I don't know if you can in with the teams that are still going to be in the playoffs I don't know if you can win three in a row with or four in a row with that model so
2: to your point then yes you don't you can't get gashed like you just can't get gashed because once a team starts gashing you it their playbook becomes unstoppable because if you can't stop if you have to change your, your whole game plan to stop the run It's going to, other places are going to suffer in the past game. So I'm with you on that. You just can't, so you have to have a threat of it on offense and it can't be a fatal flaw for you on defense where you just, you have to, you know, you can't just give up and get gashed, like I keep saying. But, and we've seen that. You're right. I mean, they've shown that they have not been able to stop the run against certain teams. So I do think you need to do that in the playoffs. Yeah. I don't think you can go in there just saying our quarterback will carry us. I think you have to, stop the run show a little ability to run the ball so
1: but i'm crazy but i I, i'm not ready to count out tennessee or indianapolis i I I feel like derrick henry will be back and maybe it's not the worst thing that you know the way Mm -hmm. he runs the ball maybe it's not the worst thing that he was out for a couple months right not taking the pounding
2: no you're right I don't think it's the worst thing. I agree with you.
1: And they can turn into that kind of game against Buffalo.
2: Yeah. And I have to, you know, I'm so quarterback biased in Tannehill and Wentz. Like, I think they're both good quarterbacks. And Wentz has shown some signs of like really good quarterback play recently. I feel like he's made some like outstanding big time throws when they needed him to. I don't know if it's there consistently, but he's shown that. And I, I want to make sure I give him enough, like, credit for this is his first year with the Colts I mean you know it's not it, it's it does take some time so maybe he is catching on getting hot at the right time um, being around the team all year so yeah I'm not counting those teams out I just I still don't I don't know, I'm just such a believer in, in the the quarterbacks will elevate you yeah <laughs> I know and if Wentz, Wentz and Tannehill I just think they need the whole they need the running game, the play action. The defense has to be on point, like, to max out their abilities. Where the Bills can – if they're having a bad day on defense, Josh can make up for it. I believe that.
1: And that's what it comes down to in, in yeah. 2021. It's – New England kind of has to have a formula as, as well for Mac Jones. right? They need to be running the ball downhill. They need to be – um, playing a yeah. defense for they were forcing turnovers at an astronomical rate through their winning well, yeah. streak. Right. They they do kind of need all this to work. So do you believe in that mm-hmm. kind of model? Like the Colts, they, 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 they do need multiple yeah. things to kind of go right. Or do you just say, screw it. This, you just want one of those special quarterbacks. that's going to cover up all those other flaws because the bills have flaws. Mm-hmm. I I, I could go. be dead wrong, but I still think you want the former. I still think that, all of that other stuff kind of does matter.
2: No, I think, I think, I, yes, it does matter. It does. I'm not, I can't sit there and say that I can't argue that. Yeah. Like I do believe that you, you can't show up in the playoffs and be weak in, in an area. Like and you'll get exposed. I mean, if you're that bad against the run, you will get exposed. So yeah, I think you have to have it. I just feel like the teams that don't have the ability to fall back on their quarterback, like the Patriots, yeah. like the Titans, Maybe the Colts. I that's where I feel like how do they get there? How do you get to the Super Bowl? You're gonna have one of those games where the quarterback is just gonna to have to carry. It. Like right. I just feel like every playoff you we had that there's that one game where it's true. I don't know. That's just how I see it. But I mean it's gonna be
1: Okay. So enough of the philosophy then. I mean, yeah. we, we can probably agree in the start of the AFC The Kansas City is the team to beat.
2: Um, who's I got mean, the best shot are. to to take them down? Like who, who out? Yeah, I mean the Bills already beat. I mean we saw what the Bills did to them this year. So I mean yeah. I like that's what I'm saying. This is this is a wide open for the AFC. Wide open.
1: Tennessee clobbered them too. I mean it wasn't even as close as twenty-seven to three. Open. Right. Yeah.
2: It's wide open. It's it's going to be so. I think you might you wrote about. I think the play these playoffs are going to be. it's going to be a good one.
1: But over in the NFC, you know, Green Bay, a lot like Kansas City, I feel like can play either way. You know, Kansas City could win a game in the playoffs with Mahomes having a sixty-something passer rating. I feel like their defense has has had those, and they beat up Dallas at Arrowhead with no, Mahomes not playing that great. Their um, defense
2: played right. He didn't play well in that
1: game. I guess that's my point. I don't know if, if if Allen has a somewhat off day. I don't know if the Bills are going to win.
2: He's got to,
1: he's got to be special and he could be special. Green Bay, I think can kind of play both ways where they can. I mean, Aaron Rodgers can go through a game, just not turning it over. They could run the ball. Well, I, force a few turnovers they, and, and beat anybody.
2: I've been pumping them all year. I mean, I'm a little dis, I don't like the way they haven't finished games lately. Yeah. Strange for a team that usually is that good gets up on teams. that usually bury you. Um, or don't give, I mean, they really let teams back on them these last couple of weeks. So that's a little bit surprising. But I keep talking, I always talk about the year we won the Super Bowl in New Orleans. We lost our last three games of the year. Yeah, that's right. Like, I don't know, sometimes I sit there and be like, this is the time of year you want to get hot. And now we were 13-0 and 0 and had some things clinched up. And, you know, so it was like, I think that played a part of it. Obviously, but um, what was I gonna say? But anyway, I just feel like um, you want to be healthy and ready to roll. Just pay attention to teams that are healthy, quarterback, team, coach, that usually gets you to the Super Bowl.
1: What do you like in the NFC? I'm
2: right still going. I've been with Green. yeah, I've been with Green Bay all year. I'm not. I'm not sliding. I'd love to see Green Bay Buffalo. I'd love to so see it, it. so
1: would go along. We've got a lot of a lot of subscribers and a lot of you, readers. That is like right up go long.
2: You'd have to get like a I know you'd have to get like a special booth. We should be able to get like a special some type of media.
1: <laughs> Could do a tail. We have talked about scenario. those teams a lot. Yeah, I guess though, I mean, I'm I'm with you on Green Bay. It's they've been winning ugly. You know, even that Browns game, like I mean, that should have been a pass interference and Ridiculous, right? You know, I I, and I hate pass interferences at the end, end of games, but it was pretty obvious. What? And then they would they, you, you be, or just run chub, just run chub a few times, and you're kicking a field goal.
2: Would you be opposed to just every single pass interference is reviewable, is reviewed? Yeah. Like, are we to that point? Because those these are game changing like game-changing penalties, whether it's first quarter, fourth quarter, they they flip games, they flip fields. They can like, and it's a hard call. It's, it's like an offensive charge in basketball. Sometimes it's a judgment, you know, it's some type of judgment call that we have the technology to get this right. I hate, I hate that I'm because it would drive everybody crazy, but I don't know like, I think about if I'm in the front office for those teams and, like, you're jo- you know, these are your jobs and careers on the line. And if it's an obvious guy pulling on the jersey, like the Bills against Tampa, like, yeah. why can't these get called? Why can't these calls get right? Those seem obvious. They do. I don't know. Plus, it's, it, you're but right. I, I know, know it's it a does hard affect call.
1: people's livelihoods. Like, if you're Baker Mayfield and you're at the negotiating Baker, table, the, so I, you know, he threw four picks. Only one of them was really on him and maybe he like brings them him. down. Maybe he leads a game winning drive at Lambeau field that has the Browns thinking about a division title. And instead, it, everybody's talking about his four picks all week and he's trash. Like it, <laughs> it can turn just like that
0: just like conversation
1: that. around again. Now the Browns well, have like a very measured front office. They're not going to mm-hmm. swing hard either way. I'm just more so talking no, about public no, opinion, but yeah. That could, that could have been a huge win for Baker Mayfield beyond the, the standings. I mean the bottom line. It, it's effect, they're affecting the game. I, I don't remember being this bad. I know we always come back to the officiating, but I, I'm thinking in our wheelhouse, you know, like the early 2000s, I don't remember bitching about the officials this much. I mean, I know I'm older and I lost a lot of hair. I mean, maybe I'm getting curmudgeon-y. But I just feel like it's terrible. It's it's really, it's historically bad.
2: I I don't like I don't like bitching about it either. I almost feel guilty saying I want every passer. I'm I just don't know any other way around it. I don't know what to say at this point. How it gets fit, and I'm just talking about the PIs. Like I just they seem it seems to me that play can be reviewed. Yeah, it's a huge play. It's a huge play. Damn. Now, unless they change, that would be the other thing. Unless they, if they don't want to review everyone, then maybe you change the make it a fifteen-yard penalty, not the whole spot of the foul.
1: Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz for a while worried. with the Colts was just chucking it up to Pittman. Well, and
2: we talked about that. Like it was driving five or six of those plays, yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is you're getting rewarded for horrible underthrows. And what's a corner supposed to do? He's running full speed. I don't know. It's just, it's, it drives me crazy. I I, I don't know.
1: Newsflash just came across. Uh, Roger Goodell is going to join the Manning cast. I'm sure that will be riveting, riveting content. The commissioner joining Eli so, Payton.
2: That will not be a good segment, I don't think. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I feel like Roger what, doesn't what? bleed. No, he, he'll be in robot mode. He'll, yeah, nothing. I can't imagine we'll get much. He's a out
1: litigator. they 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 found I know one thing I'll be
2: watching, though. I'm so happy when the Mannings are doing that. Those games,
1: no doubt. All right, just real quick, though, in the NFC. All right, so we both like Green Bay. What other team do you think do you, you could, could you threat? do like
2: Green Bay? You feel good with Green Bay, or
1: I do. I I think that. I think they've got LA's number I mean, the Rams look better though. They do. I like the fact that they're kind of getting these uglier wins and running the ball a little bit. Um, yeah. But I'd still take Rodgers over Stafford in a playoff game, Tampa, but Tampa, Tampa's so beat up. Like, I don't even know who's going to be on the field. I the like Tampa up until that, a- that, that new Orleans game, just,
2: man, that might've been a
1: Tyson knockout to their season. When we look back
2: at it, their health is bad.
1: So, I mean, process of elimination.
2: Arizona is. I mean,
1: DeAndre Hopkins is. He's not healthy.
2: Is Murray ready to? You know, is is he that guy? Is Murray going to take them? You know, to where they need to go. So.
1: It could come down to COVID too, right? Who's going to end up on the COVID list
2: in a do or die? It's
1: bound to happen. It's the NFL's worst Can you nightmare. Imagine? You know you're gonna uh, get you're gonna get Kirk Benkert against uh, Lane <laughs> Gabbard in the NFC Championship game. <laughs> hey, but I like Kirk Benkert. He uh, he did a great game as I go along. It could be hey, it. Hey, it. you know it. what? That could be a hell of a show. Sign me up. I want Gabbert Benkert for the right to
2: go to the Super Bowl. <clears throat> wow.
1: Although Aaron Rodgers already had COVID, so
2: um, sounds like the last like preseason game. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. But it's going to affect, it's going to affect somebody. It it is. I know, I know.
1: It's just rampaging right on through society, so.
2: Yeah, I'm struggling with it. As far as it's frustrating. I mean, for everybody, I'm sure. It's just, Mm -hmm. like, we've come this far in the season. I mean, and I gamble. you know, I bet every day on basketball. And you want to talk about a headache. Like, like, you'd literally have to wait until like tip off to know who's playing some of these basketball games. Yeah, so. it's, I
1: think that they did the right thing in adjusting the policy. I mean, they are kind of making yeah. it up as they go, but I, know, it's, but, I mean, it, it's got, we've got to live with it to some extent while still kind of taking it serious because it is very serious. <clears> but, you know, it's, uh, otherwise you just, you won't have games. I mean, if we're just gonna shut everybody down, there won't be a there won't be anything to, to play on Sunday. So uh, let's we'll see how the new policy works itself through it's. I mean, some team, like the, the Saints they didn't even have a team out there. That was the that was the modified I, team. That was a seventh grade basketball team. And
2: I don't even uh, know what, grade how they, that, that what they've gone through has just been a uh, long, long year.
1: The whole like, season's a wash long. basically for the Saints. Whole season. They could have been a Super Bowl team. They they pound the Packers. Well, they beat Tampa twice.
2: The one thing they wanted to do was really find out about Jameis Winston this year, moving forward. Like this would have been the year to really find out. And he was up and down. You know, he didn't play a lot. But and I didn't see. I wouldn't say I saw a lot in Winston that would make me excited if I was the Saints. But you certainly didn't get the answer you needed moving forward. Taysom Hill is not going to be the answer he's, he's always going to be gimmicky. Um, So what are, so here are the saints, like you said, almost a lost year where, what what did they gain? What's their plan for the quarterback next year? I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's been a strange year for the saints.
1: You'd be hard pressed to find a team with more impressive wins than the seven and eight saints. I mean, they beat it's Green 90. Bay thirty-eight to three. They beat New England twenty-eight to thirteen in New England. Um, hey, they beat Tampa twice.
2: Tampa, twice.
1: There, I mean, there you go. That's if you were to tell somebody that before the season, you'd say,
2: "I think they beat." Did they beat Carolina? When, did they beat Carolina? When they Carolina lost was to kind Carolina of hot. at the start of they the season, they lost to Carolina. So, okay. Right, right. That was a bad game for them. But, but. anyway. Um, the, the strange year, strange year for, I haven't even looked at like potential, like I haven't looked at potential first round matchups too hard yet for playoffs. Like, cause I feel like there's so much yeah, up in the air. It's hard so. to, yeah.
1: I think that's kind of this podcast episode though, right? We're trying to make sense of a strange year and what emerges from it all. And I'm with you on Josh Allen, just being, you know, a one yeah. man wrecking crew that can yeah. overcome what else. The Bills, like they they've got a path to win it all. Green Bay can kind of play both ways. They can air it out still if they need to. They can they can run the ball and, and win with turnovers on defense if they need to. I don't know what to make of Tampa with their injuries, um, like Kansas City. And I Dallas. guess we we let's each throw out a team. Yeah, maybe that's your team. Like another another wild card team that you kind of like.
2: Yeah, I picked that Dallas. Well, I'm, they're not wild card. I guess if I was looking, at I shouldn't say up.
1: wild card in the literal sense. Like just just a, just a random like just team. A, another t-
2: yeah. AFC is so wild. like, how can you not? How, you can't ignore Cincinnati. There, here's why, in my opinion, because I love Burrow. So you got the quarterback. They're healthy that's a recipe to make a run those two things if you have the quarterback and you're healthy going into the playoffs to me you have a chance to make a run so I'd I throw Cincinnati in as a wild card for me as somebody maybe we haven't talked a lot about but and I'm not trying to obviously they just had that I mean Burroughs stats against Baltimore that's not even right like Baltimore secondary it's but, and, but it was like, I don't even know what to make of that sometimes. Baltimore is depleted in their secondary. So I don't want to – but I don't want to take away from what they did. But you're not going to get that every game, obviously.
1: Burrow's been pretty lights out since the bye week. You know, they got pounded by Cleveland, 41-16. Yeah. They're 5-4. and four. They get healthier at the bye. And um, they, they, they came out, they beat Vegas. And remember, they they absolutely blow out Pittsburgh but even in those losses to the chargers and the 49ers yeah. Yeah. burrow looked yeah. really good. Like that, that 49ers game, game and the chargers game. Yeah. I mean, he was making some Agreed. Jamar chase he's, catches that deep ball that was picked off. That's a different game,
2: different game. So I'm, mean, I'm a burrow maniac. He's like, honestly, he's probably my fourth rated quarterback after the, the Mahomes Allen yeah. Rogers. He's right there. I, honestly, he's right there. He is that good. Like, so I, since he would be my dark horse there, NFC, there's still some Boy, <clears throat> 49ers. Yeah. You've loved them for a while. I, I was on them early. I kind of, I'm not going to lie. I kind of was like, wow, that was a pathetic, but I wasn't off, but they still don't seem healthy. Like, and they still have issues. It's always going to be Jimmy G is always, you know, we know he's a, you know, a good starter at best, you know, he's never going to be great.
1: I wonder so by this that, could be an opportunity. I don't know when people will be listening to this, this episode, but it, it does. Eh, it's not the perfect analogy, but it does kind of remind me of Colin Kaepernick coming in late in the season. There's an opportunity. There's a lane there for Trey Lance. You know, he, he might have a good, chance. You
2: know, I think, that's a pretty good one. If see. you were to
1: take Kyle Shanahan at his word, he's made a lot of strides in practice. Um, I think he's probably reading defenses a lot better. Fred Warner had a great quote on how Trey Lance just wasn't taking chances in practice. He wasn't driving the ball downfield. And um, they, they, they all have some more belief in him from Shanahan on down to the leaders on the defense. I would think if Jimmy Garoppolo's <clears> finger <throat> is messed up, if, if he can't grip a football, like why would you put him out there? Like, if they do play him, that is an indictment on how they really feel about Trey Lance. It is. I mean, if they, if Jimmy Garoppolo starts, because it's not like Jimmy Garoppolo's lighting the world on fire. I mean, he's. It's like, oh man, that Titans game was were, brutal.
2: When the Saints were playing Taysom Hill with a cast on his throwing finger, it's right? like that's how much they didn't want to play uh, uh, Simeon.
1: It's true. I mean, but you traded three first-round picks to get Trey Lance. You know, even whatever your plan is for him, like you put your career on the line for this guy. And Jimmy Garoppolo isn't playing that great, and he's hurt. And you've got you can win. I mean, you can win with a a really good defense, with a really good running game, and Trey Lance mm-hmm. just hitting a couple balls downfield mm-hmm. while running it fifteen times himself. Like it's. Mm-hmm. they don't have to ask him to do too much. And remember the last time he started, he didn't have George Kittle, to my knowledge. Kittle is yeah. playing out of his mind right now. Was well, that run game and pass? Oh, he's unbelievable.
2: That was, the, uh, that was the Arizona game, I believe. Right, yep. He didn't play. Trey Lance didn't look good in that game. He did not. But at the same time, he's a rookie. I've talk, We've talked about these rookie quarterbacks all year. Davis Mills has played better than Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence this year. So rookies, it takes, it takes time. So you don't want to judge Trey Lance. Basically what I'm saying, don't judge Trey Lance off that one game. I I want to see, I want to see more of them too. I was never a big believer in him before the season um, just because he had so long, so much to go as far as how to learn to play in the NFL. Right. But all these guys do. I mean, Mac Jones and Justin Fields, they played at Ohio State and Trevor Lawrence played at Clemson and all these. They look like they've never seen a defense before. I mean, it's hard.
1: Elijah Mitchell's health is big, too. I mean, he um, there's I a drop off from him to Jeff Wilson.
2: 100% agree. I like Elijah Mitchell. That, that was a really nice pick by them. It, it was. was. I mean,
1: pick. you can see, too, uh, they kind of kept it under wraps, but they, Trey Sermon was the high pick. Elijah Mitchell was the low pick same draft
2: it's like they don't talk about it's just like hayden hurst was drafted over lamar jackson by baltimore nobody (laughs) talks about it
1: right but that i think that could be the 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 key factor here but to your point they got houston this week i guess you can't sleep on houston after they beat the chargers
2: no you gotta show it's the nfl
1: it should be a win at and then at los angeles um that could be for playoff position it could be for a playoff berth if they win these two games um even after that brutal lost to the titans um i wouldn't want to face him if i'm green bay i mean that would be a bad matchup i feel like well
2: i guess that's a good way to say it like that's why i'm thinking like 49ers Bengals. you don't want to play those teams like yeah right right early you know you but
1: <clears throat> i like that i like how we're just kind of bouncing all over the place because that's kind of what this season's been it's just trying to figure out what like it, it, you, oh. you have an opinion about one team and it just changes it just changes well with one injury, one, one guy going on the COVID list, one bad play. And it's, it's hard to, it's really hard to wrap your mind around
2: 2021. Long, long season, like the roller coaster ride. Like <clears throat> it, that's why you can't ever, it's week to week. Like we've always said, yeah. everything changes week to week. And it's like, I, I'm pretty glad. I think it, you're best off just staying with what you believed in as far as like when we're sitting here talking about these teams all the time. Cause here we are talking about, like we said, KC, Buffalo, Green Bay, Dallas. I mean, we've been talking about them all year. So here it is.
1: I guess if I was to, to cherry pick a, a, a sure thing, Derrick Henry, if, if he, if he comes back, I think that could change everything in the AFC. And we've really been forgetting about the Titans. They, they won I, one game over the course of a month and it was against yes. urban Meyer and the Jaguars. So we've just kind of forgot about them. They're eight and two, they're riding high. Uh, but they haven't been without Henry since October 31st, actually, and they've somehow treaded water just enough without him to still be number two in the AFC. Amazing, amazing. You know they could they could draw, a, you know, an inferior opponent in that first game, and then and then it gets real. I mean, and if you have Derrick Henry, who who'd want to tackle him? I mean that that could be. That really could be I, um a divisional playoff game right yeah. here in Buffalo. I mean, it could you could yeah, see yeah, Bill's yeah.
2: Titans. I to your point, that's a good I mean, you're right. That's what that's what we're talking about, these playoffs. So it's like you can't, there's not one team that you're just sitting there saying, Yeah, they are the team to beat. Like it's up in the air. Mm-hmm. So you it just really gotta is. get in, like I said, be healthy. Quarterback, have the right quarterback, be healthy. That's the recipe.
1: And one other name to throw in there, I mean, they haven't just been without uh Derrick Henry, but AJ Brown. I mean, AJ Brown was out Whoa. for several weeks. Um well, and he comes weeks. back and they just they throw him the ball 16 times. He take he takes over the game. I mean, it, it looks like he's gonna have to get his get a game underneath him to get his legs back, and all of a sudden, they can't stop him. Hmm. Um, so if you can have a freak at running back, a freak at receiver. <laughs> they they can they could go drive to drive with any team, I feel like, even through the air. T- Tannehill looks like a different quarterback when they're on the field,
2: that's for sure. It's incredible, the difference in Tannehill's. Like, that's a yeah. great point. I've never seen a guy that's – he's so reliable on, like, every – like we said, the full process being in place, he's okay. Man, as soon as you take those guys out, it's like turnover machine – Holds the ball too long. Doesn't see things. It's just the rhythm. The rhythm is totally off when those guys are out for him.
1: 14 interceptions and 45 sacks and 15 games for Ryan Tannehill this year. It's a lot. It's a lot.
2: Yeah. I'm not a believer, but those other guys are, and I like Vrabel. I think Vrabel's good. He seems to really, he does a nice job. I feel like, um, Finding ways to win in matchups, you know, doing a good job of the team he's playing, and really game playing for that team.
1: Honestly, that's probably why I'm so high on the Titans. Subconsciously, Bob McGinn's article is just in the back of my brain. I think um, it, if that people was didn't check it out, oh my god, un- unbelievable good. deep dive he wrote. Whatever it was, six, seven thousand words on Mike Vrabel and um, his upbringing, his playing career, his coaching career. There's, there's only one. He's, he is football uh, to the core, the blood, the guts. He he's what it's all about. So I think he's one of the They're, best coaches.
2: Well, he's famous for that quote, right? He would cut off whatever his penis. You can say it to to win a was it to win a Super Bowl?
1: Yeah, yeah. Unboxing with the boys, great podcast. Yeah.
2: I said we had Mac Brown from North Carolina this week saying they asked him if he would have mayo dumped on him if they won the Mayo Bowl, and he said you could hit me in the face with a frying pan if we. Won. <laughs> He and said I said, that. only only in America, like these guys make millions, they're million dollar a year leaders of like a company, basically. How many leaders of companies are walking around saying they would c- cut off their penis or hit me in the face with a frying pan? That's football summed up. That's football coaches summed up. They make <laughs> millions of dollars. And this is what they're telling you. The leaders of their company hit me in the face with a frying pan.
1: Maybe bite some kneecaps off while we're at it too. What's that? The, Maybe bite oh, some kneecaps off. Also. Bite
2: kneecaps. I mean, these guys are making millions of dollars, and this is the these are the quotes you're getting. Like, I just picture like the CEO of like Coca Cola. Like, does would he ever say anything like that? Like,
1: which begs the question though, Jim, is there anything you would want? You would win any amount of money, any prize out there in the free world that you would take in Exchange for having your penis cut off? It's
2: a tough question. Anything at all. What so, so Vrabel made that comment? He he's done. I mean, he's married with kids. Right. He said like, he said a comment, like, oh, my wife wouldn't mind or something. So he's he's pretty much saying that he's checked out on the whole, like, I've done my I've done all been there, done that with all yeah. the I got my use out of my penis.
1: Right. It ran its course. I'm looking at the exact I quote. I don't... Okay. So, I yeah, was was busting fun. with the boys with Taylor, Luan, Will Compton, the Titans. Uh, Vrabel was asked if he would cut his penis off to win a Super Bowl, to which he replied, probably. And then he added, quote, you guys will be married for 20 years one day. You
2: won't need it. <laughs> so... All right. So I, <laughs> I, I <laughs>
1: that's why they have all those commercials, right? Cause it, it, it there is a science deal. You just, you just lose the desire. <laughs>
2: so he, I mean, that's what I'm saying. He's speaking from a different, you know, yeah, no, I, I'm not a head coach. I, no.
1: Yeah. There's nothing I can but think I, of myself.
2: No, nothing's coming off of my head. <laughs> I'm like, I'm I don't like, think I'd do
1: it for like really. I mean, any amount of money I don't think could
2: could do the trick. That's
1: crazy. Somewhat important
2: think. appendage, you know. It's it, it is needed. And I guess that would be the other point. Is there a time? Was there a time in your life, money-wise, where financially you would need? You know any amount was, you know, the greatest thing in the world. So yeah. Like Vrabel, probably the wrong guy. I don't know. I just can't believe these guys are saying these comments, like to win a football game.
1: yeah. We're kind of no, crossing over in Howard Stern maybe. territory here. So I, I apologize to our, uh, our listeners, but I do wonder if, well, you know, 32 head coaches, how many of them would go that route? You know, I wonder what percentage we're talking.
2: That's a great poll question for, um, somebody didn't Well,
1: you know what there was the woman at Bill Belichick's press conference asking about his New Year's resolutions what somebody should just ask Bill Belichick this question after after the next crushing loss Bill would you would you sacrifice your penis to win another Super Bowl
2: like what he, what, what, what would answer, bill Belichick's response be like I, I would die to see his reaction to that what if his answer was um oh yeah I already did that well if they play the Titans? in the playoffs. Well, what first if, first what if he says, I already did that. I sacked. I already did that. <laughs> that's why <I> would...
1: <laughs> The great thing about Belichick is he won't even like react to it. His eyebrows won't even raise. Like he'll hardly even make a peep. <clears throat> It'll just, he'll just kind of... I will say this. My first inclination, my first response to that question, I, I don't know who she was with when asking about the New Year's resolution after that game, but obviously it's ridiculous obviously what like what are you doing but that took that that took guts i i, I had some respect for it they, like she had an assignment she had a question to ask um all of these teams are cutting back on access it's not like you can just pull a guy off to the side it's you've got to it's a press this is the, this is all they're giving you access wise so she was going to get that question in so you know what power to her respect he
2: he, he could have and he could answer it mm.
1: But I thought it was great. I'll, I'll get back to you next week. Get back to you. Oh my gosh, man! Well, they, they, you know, that's why the NFL is great. So that the Patriots are rolling now. They've got back-to-back losses, and Bill Belichick's getting asked about New Year's resolutions, and Mac Jones had his mm-hmm. worst game. It's a week from now when we try to make sense of this league. Everything we just said will probably be moot. But oh yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> It was fun. It was yeah. fun while it lasted. Who? So yeah, we made all these predictions. Whatever team we didn't talk about, those will be the teams probably in the championship game.
1: No doubt about it. Yeah, like who did? Like we literally talked about everybody that could make the playoffs. So it'll be Philadelphia, Philadelphia. against Philadelphia. Uh,
2: yeah, Philadelphia
1: <clears throat> against like uh, the the Raiders,
2: right? Raiders sneak in, make a run. Philly.
1: Howie Roseman. Get, getting this team into the playoffs.
2: <laughs> eight and seven. I mean, we they're eight and seven, correct, Philly? Yeah. 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 I remember being eight and seven with the Bills. Yeah, you were there eight, a few times. Right. Holding your breath to make the playoffs, just like the Eagles. That's what the thing about eight and eight, or now it'll be eight and nine or nine and eight. You're just really hiding things. Like...
1: It's a good point. It, it,
2: there's bigger, there's bigger issues. There, there's bigger issues.
1: It does remind me of your, the, the, the two Rex years, the yeah. year that the Eagles like are kind of having
2: Philadelphia right now is eight and seven. And they're excited. We were eight and seven or seven and eight, whatever we were that year. And it was like, all right, if we sneak in great, but what are we going to do a quarterback? Who's going to be the coach? Who's like, yeah, it was still a bunch of question marks. So that's, eight and seven, seven, eights. You're, that's a it, lot it, it was a
1: different though. I feel like it was so different with Philadelphia. I feel like there's optimism, there's hope. Nobody kind of thought they'd be this good. With you guys at this point of the year, I mean, I remember sitting up in the press box three, three four hours before the game and all these reports are coming out that, oh, Doug Whaley is going to get fired and, oh, Rex Ryan is doing this and, oh, Greg Roman is doing <laughs> like, it. Like, everybody was kind of looking for the lifeboats and you guys are still kind of in the playoff hunt, you know? <laughs>
0: So, I but mean, I feel like Rex just kind of
1: set that bar, though the way the way Rex talked and yeah, you know, the expectations were so high that maybe right. that's why like, it kind of led
2: to that. Look at like I mean, look at Vegas right now. You know they're whatever they are, eight and seven or seven and eight. I, I'm losing track of what everybody is, but when you're in that range, mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to say. You really you're it's fun for the year, the time, but you have you you have issues like things aren't great. Like the Philadelphia Eagles, I could sit there and tell you they're excited right now. I don't know how you could sit there and say that hurts is the guy. I mean, he has not shown to really like they run the ball well and their defense has played really well, but when he's forced to throw a lot, which they tried to do with him early in the year and they realized no back off, which credit, credit them for changing up how they were going to play. But I'm not going to say they're hiding him, but he's not, you know, if you stop their running game, is he capable yeah. of beating you? That those are the questions they have to answer. You know, moving forward. Yeah, but you're for right. right now, that's what I'm saying. Eight and seven set. You're you're hiding some things. You're hiding things. Yeah, Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy made the play. People, the, he's made the playoffs twice as a head coach. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: They beat he's Jacksonville, shot, Houston yeah. last year. They get in at eight. day you know, to play devil's advocate, you know, what's crazy though, Jim, I mean, we had, we had um, Mark Ross on the podcast of what well, last off season. I think he, I think he was with the Giants Then I mean, Eli Manning goes nine and seven, one year wins the Super Bowl, Like, and th- there was, he's on the back pages all the time. You know, they're, 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 they don't know about his future. He's under pressure week in and week out. They sneak in, they get hot. He's a hero.
2: So That's, no, and that's what I mean. It's good for that year. It's like, yes, if the Eagles sneak in, you have they have a chance. Like you get into the playoffs, you have a chance, but you are hiding things. And the Giants after that, you know, did that buy them? Did that fake you know, the ownership in New York? Did they buy into the nine-seven-one a Super Bowl with Eli? But the bigger picture was he was on the decline. Like was he the reason? You know, and why were you nine and seven? So those are the questions you have to. Right. I mean, it, it takes, it
1: takes self-reflection, right? You've got to know, you've really got to ask yourself some hard questions as a GM and a director of personnel, like, and you guys did, I mean, you and
2: Doug, you, you faced reality. I feel like. It was, and, and we, and, and we, we, we tried to, I mean, we realized that like, yes, we like Tyrod. We brought Tyrod in. We also didn't see Tyrod as being the answer to all the questions. You know, it was a good, you know, And that was hard. I mean, it was hard not to love what Tyrod did. But you have to be real about things. Self-awareness. I ask every guy in scouting that wants to be a scout, and I would do this to you. If you scout yourself as a player, give me the rundown right now. And if, if you can't scout yourself, you can't scout other players. So, like, if you can't admit what you were bad at, like, we would have guys that, yeah. you know, we would go around the room and do that in New Orleans times. We had guys that um, that were really good college football players, but maybe where it was an undrafted free agent, got cut, but he could never admit, you know, well, you know, we'd say, why'd you get cut? Well, really, you know, I, I don't think they used me right. You know, we're like, nope, not the right answer. You're like, can you name names?
1: Like, who, who wouldn't face the reality? Oh,
2: I can tell. Well, we, the guy that he's with the Falcons right now, um, assistant director of scouting, Dewan Jones. He, he was famous for never be he was a hell of a player at Richmond, University of Richmond, played in the NFL Europe, was a really, really good receiver. Um, but he never could admit certain things. Like, he just couldn't bring himself to say that, yeah, he got a fair chance. Like, <laughs> there's, there's just guys that can't let it, you know, they can't do it. But he's a good scout. I don't want to say, but self-awareness key key
1: you know and it's so true with players it was in our giants um series but you know when they were looking at um Antoine Winfield Jr so that was uh, oh, yeah. a player that one of the scouts really liked and Dave Gettleman said well he can't tackle I don't want him he's not gonna be able to tackle this level and his scout said no like he's you want his aggressiveness he's a ball hawk he flies around and he said like his, his meeting with the team was like the most impressive he's ever been around. He was breaking the game down. He, he was bringing all, everybody in the room inside his mind on why he missed those tackles. And, you know, here's the angle he took. Here's his point of contact. Here's why he's flying all over the place and he'd overrun guys. And, um, I, I think if somebody can't, there was that self-awareness, right? Like he's not just saying, oh, you know, screw that. I'm a great player. It's like, no, I, okay. Yeah, that that's real. And here's why. Like anything in life. I mean, if you think you're perfect and you can do no wrong, like a certain Giants general manager that's going to quote unquote retire in a couple weeks, then well, you just lose they'll let him all the time.
2: The right, right. They'll give him the courtesy to do that, I guess. Yeah, interesting.
1: But... He gets he gets a nice little farewell. But the guy who won two Super Bowls is fired midseason. I think the first one since whatever was the 70s.
2: I think of all the Giants stuff Um, because you brought it to light Jerry Reese talking about just dropping off the like he doesn't do media um, for one of the most how his name how people aren't banging down his door to hire him like Jacksonville Jaguars are you kidding me why would you not do everything right now to start if you're going to start over start with a guy that's done it like a credible, credible GM who was fired for the he made the right decision. Eli was done. Right.
1: He was. I haven't talked to him. Um he, he you're right. He does not talk to reporters. He he's you don't, fi- you he, don't hear about it. He, he I, I think looked, he's, I always
2: like Jerry. I, I lo- Jerry was always a I mean, humble, great guy, always would take time to talk, you know, whatever. He was just really a a guy you would respect. I, how does he, I don't know how his name isn't
0: like.
1: Yeah. You know, what's, what's pretty interesting is unsolicited, you know, I I wouldn't even ask these scouts about Jerry Reese. Um, Every single one of them went out of their way to say how much they just loved him as a human being. And he, I mean, he did win two Super Bowls, So he was pretty good at his job too, but uh, that all of that aside, like he cared, he cared about like the scouting lifestyle. I mean, you guys are living out of a suitcase. Um, you're living out of a Marriott, like literally half of the year, more than half of the year, you're not at home with your family. And he cared about that stuff. Like he wanted to check in on your family. They'd they'd have like regular family meeting, like, um, gatherings and you know, it's, uh, it's so hard on the, on the, on your lifestyle. And, I, it seems like he really understood that and, and valued that and wanted everybody to know that he cared beyond football.
2: When you're a scout and you work for a GM who takes the time to care about your home life because of what you just said because people don't realize area Scouts, it's brutal. And we had uh, GM Mickey Loomis with the Saints, still their GM. He treated us like gold, like hmm. family come to, like especially the year we went to the Super Bowl it was awesome. Like we were a part of the whole thing. Um, those guys are, you can't say enough good things about, cause okay. I've been with GMs that are like, you don't feel like you're a part of the team. Like, Hey, just send your work in. Good luck. Like you feel like you're just typing stuff up and sending it in. And does anybody even care? Do you want to talk? Right. Like, so it, it does go a long way. It goes a long way.
1: <laughs> There's a lot of GMs out there when they're, walking around the office you know they just had their heads buried in their phone and oh hey you good you good yeah you're good okay good and that's it that, that's the extent of the conversation with the, the the minions beneath them um and then there's some <laughs> who really care and i tend to think that the ones who care like, they probably win more often than the ones who don't care like that stuff matters
2: it's interesting right especially when you dive into the gms who are succeeding and how how did they come up in the business where they scout like brian guticus area scout I, pr- I guarantee you. I'd love to hear from Packer scouts how they're treated yeah. by him. I bet it's pretty good.
1: Yeah, that's a good. That's a good question. I, sh- I should probably ask around a little bit.
2: Well, um, I'm just. I'm just saying. It. Not that you have to. I'm just. I bet it would be pretty good though. Like, yeah. And then ask Jacksonville Jaguars how that's how life is for their their scouts, With <laughs> Trent Baalke and Urban and.
1: Old herbs. When, when are we going to see old herbs again?
2: Try on Fox.
1: Poor herbs, poor fella. Let's get some redemption stories going, and yeah, he'll be on TV first, right? He probably does have a PR team like in place to try to rehabilitate his image, you know, get get the uh, get the experts on the scene and and, uh,
2: and probably some TV. He and Tebow should do a podcast together.
1: He's not cutting off his championship.
2: Urban is not. Urban, yeah. Urban is not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we always come full circle. That's a beautiful thing.
2: I don't know how we even got into that today. That was interesting. I may have been the one that brought it up. but What do you say? Should we get back to our lives? Well, I say for the new year, not cutting anything off. No resolutions? I do the same one every year. I want to gain 30 pounds. I want to do one that I can reach every year i will try to put on 30 this year i love it it's a very reachable goal i think if i work hard at it i can do it
1: i think you can i mean you've lost at least 50 i feel like it should be good a couple couple more hamburgers i like it you know i'm gonna keep mine simple i'm gonna steal it from adam carolla about two three years ago he put it out i don't even know how how it worked out for him but one of his new year's resolutions to demand more out of your deodorant all well deodorants said. are pretty terrible
2: right they, they don't it's like they're they could be like chewing gum they last about a good 30 yeah. seconds to a minute and then where are you when i need you
1: right we could talk like this you know I don't, I don't really care i mean look at my like a lesions on my face you know it's like yeah you know, I, I got married and it's like oh whatever but yeah put deodorant on and it's like yeah Put pop a shirt on a, an hour later, changing my shirt. You know, this is, if, if there's a listener out there that has the has the magic bullet, please that that's my resolution. Demand more out one. of the deodorant.
2: I like that one. Yeah, because we're going through too hold many them. shirts. Hold it accountable. Hold it accountable.
1: Absolutely, hold them accountable. Okay, on that gross note, we should probably sign off. Jim, yeah, always good to see you.
2: Always, that was a good one.